So this was Otto's um, idea to do a quick little session, thank you Otto, on uh, post-campaign analysis. And I started thinking about what would we cover if we were going to talk about this? And then I thought, oh, actually, I reckon one of the things we could cover is actually the way that lots and lots and lots of people possibly get confused by all the terminology behind this whole idea of what is a an analysis, what is analytics, what is measurement, what's evaluation, how do you look at KPIs, key performance indicators, and how does all of that fit in with goals and objectives? And isn't it all one of the same thing? And, and where does it all kind of sit in a flow of stuff if you're going to do it? And I thought, well, wouldn't it be interesting to see if we could put this all together in an order? So that's what I'm going to show you in just a minute. But what I want to do first is have a little look at this little uh, visual um, that I was, again, in my travels, trying to find something that I guess in some ways kind of puts a, a little bit of a flow chart or kind of diagram to the, the processes. When we talk about campaigns and, and measurement um, or analytics in its broadest sense, what do we actually mean? And I saw this one and I thought this is actually quite interesting because a lot of us, when we're doing campaigns, we don't kind of do it in isolation. So we often use um, agencies or third parties, or we might have somebody who's doing the content for us, or you might have some web developer or somebody who's kind of doing, you know, your web stuff. You know, it's often that we're doing this in collaboration. I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to have a little look just for a minute as Okay, so who's involved? At what stage do they get involved? And actually, what are we doing as we go through this flow of a campaign? Now, of course, you can translate this into your world. So some of the terms here possibly aren't going to be terms that you'll use. Some of the stuff in here might be things you think, well, we don't really do that. And that's fine. Okay, so this is a very generic kind of view. And it goes in four phases. So what we're looking at here, don't worry about the kind of the timings and the weeks and this, that and the other. You know, that's just whoever's created this has, has put some timings in just to give you an idea or a sense of we're moving from left to right in this flow. So the first phase is set up. That's there in red. Second phase is some kind of creation of stuff. So assets. Um, advertising, content, etc. Um, the third phase is integration. So this is kind of looking at where this stuff's going to be. And I'd probably look more at the word measurement than kind of integration there, but they're kind of looking at this as a sort of a setup. And then the go live is kind of where do you and how do you begin reporting? And of course, this can then flow over beyond the green area there into maybe, I don't know, something like purple or orange or something, which would be into the post-campaign section of the activity or project you're doing. So the reason for showing this to you is to kind of set the scene that a lot of post-campaign reporting and kind of like after the event, after the project, after the campaign, stuff that you do is set and kind of pre determined really by what goes up front in your planning of that campaign. So if you don't do any planning the campaign, you just jump straight in with an ad and then you think, right, we've got to measure it now. What are you going to measure against? And if you do some content production or you change maybe part of your website and then you think, right, let's measure the activity. Well, what are you measuring against? And if you're doing an event and then after the event, you say, right, let's have a wrap up. Let's review how the event went. 
What are you measuring against? Can you see there's a pattern here? What you've got to do is figure out before you begin, what are we going to measure all of the activity, all of the campaign against? So all of this comes from pre-planning what you want to get so that when you set the thing up, you've got some kind of sense of what would be a good outcome. Um, we can have a, an evolution of an outcome. So when we go through our little project or our campaign, we might just want to evolve things. So you get a few little gains, you might get a few followers, a bit of engagement, maybe a few leads, and then you're happy. So that would I would term that evolution. Next way of looking at this is, no, we want an absolute revolution. So we are going to set some stretch goals. Um, they might be really audacious goals where we, you know, we're kind of really trying to change something from what we've had before. Um, and so when we do that, we're setting some really stretched targets. And again, that's fine. That's down to you to kind of determine what's relevant. And so you can then measure against those. So whatever it is that you're looking to measure, and again, remember the topic here is post-campaign analysis. So analyzing after the campaign what's happened, you've got to make sure that you set in advance a kind of reasonable level of expectation that can then help you to actually build your project or your campaign appropriately. So let's have a look at then kind of what happens. So if you're starting at the top of this uh, little flow chart, if you like, which goes from the top to the bottom, this is a list of things and terminology, I would say in its correct place. Now I will very, very much welcome anybody who says, Neil, I don't think you've got that in the right place. Can I challenge you? Please do. OK, this is only my view. But for me, this is kind of how I've seen stuff in you know a whole host of different campaigns. So what we do is we set some smart objectives. And I really do mean smart. You've got to make them really measurable and specific. And they have to be time bound. There's no point saying I want to grow our following by 27 followers. And that's your goal. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> You know, when, how, who's going to do it? You know, so what we're looking for here is something that's really specific. So you would say something like, I want to, or my target is to increase our following by 27 followers between now and the end of March. And we're going to do it like this. So that is a really specific, smart objective so that you know the boundary of what you're setting. So that's your starting point when you're planning out the campaign. Next thing to do in this series of kind of assessments, if you like, is to set some key performance indicators, some KPIs. Now, people use the phrase KPI willy-nilly all over campaigns. You know, they'll say, oh, yeah, my KPIs are this. Yeah, but hold on. No, no, that's probably not a number. It's your key performance indicators. OK, and most people use key performance indicators when they're actually telling you something that they're measuring. That's actually not a measure. It's an actual indicator. OK, so you've got to be super clear. You've set your smart objective so you know exactly where you're headed. That's your North Star. And then you set some indicators which are kind of like little flags that are going to flash at you or wave at you or set a little alert for you if you are not progressing at the rate to hit your target by the end of the time you've said you're going to do it, or at the pace that you need to be running at to hit that target. Because if, of course, you say, oh, by the end of March, I want to hit 27 new followers, there's my smart, smart objective. If by the middle of 
much you've gained one, well, the likelihood is you're not tracking at the right rate. So you'd have a key performance indicator in there, which is just an indicator that sets you a little flag that says, if I hit by the midpoint of the campaign, this kind of number, I'm going to be happy. Or if I'm tracking at this number throughout all of the months or the weeks that I've got this campaign running for, and I'm kind of at this point in those in those points in time, then I'm kind of happy. So those would be your indicators. Now, it isn't going to say the campaign's going to fail. It's not saying how well you're doing. It's just an indicator. And the reason they put the word key in front of that is this is your big ticket items. These are the things that are going to tell you, yeah, this campaign's really flying or yeah, this campaign is really shot because we're so off target. So these are going to be the performance indicators or the little flags or the little um, sort of lights that are going to flash or alerts that are going to sort of give a nod to you. And these are the key things, those really essential things that are going to show how you're getting to where you need to get to. Now, when we talk about KPIs, I'm always a huge advocate of a, like a traffic light system. So if all of your indicators, and you can set as many as you like, if they're all on green, because you're kind of where you'd expect to be at a certain point in your campaign, everything's fine. If they're kind of a little bit out, you might then flag them up as being amber. And if they're an absolute showstopper, like this is simply not working, we haven't got any followers, and we're mid-month, for example, using my little um, sort of example that I'm using, then that would be a, a red alert. So you probably would put all your key performance indicators in green when you start. If things can be managed and it's not a showstopper, then they might move to amber if they need to have a bit of attention. And if they're real showstoppers, you mark them in red. And I'll talk about the reporting in just a second. But these are things you'd want to flag up to others. So you've set your goals, smart goals. You've got some key performance indicators that are going to give you a little indicator of how you're progressing. Then what you've got is you've got a whole series of pots of information that you need to be looking at. Um, and this is your analytics and your insights. And those are two key words, again, that are misused. Analytics basically is what's going to probably come from things like your um, the measurements from the uh, performance of, say, your website. So Google Analytics, the clue is in the name. Um, obviously, that's a measure of the performance on your website. And insights, we often talk about social media insights, so I'll just use those as examples. Again, the numbers in how you're performing. Now, those are just numbers. Uh, they're just kind of figures, they're data. And what we have to do then is measure against our smart objective. So that's where the next step in the process, measurement, comes into play. And these at the moment are just measuring. They're just kind of saying, okay, we've got these key performance indicators, everything's on green, but let's just double check that with our analytics and our insights. So let's go look at the numbers and let's measure how we're doing. Okay, it's not giving you any answers. It's not kind of interpretation at this stage. It's just data gathering. Okay, and th that's important because at this stage, we haven't yet, you know, kind of drawn any conclusions. We're just measuring. Next stage in the process then is what we might term analysis. So that's where you get deep into the numbers and you start to question, what does this number mean? So if this number has moved from six to nine, what's going on? What does this number mean? You're starting to analyze. So you're doing an analysis 
of your analytics and your insights, the measurements that you've taken of those things. Okay, so can you see how these terms, they're really specific if you stop and think about them, but it's really important not to be just using them for to describe different things. So analysis is really important. You're still working with information at this stage, though. The next thing which really sorts out top marketers, top digital practitioners from the average is where we move it from analysis into evaluation. This, to me, is the difference between on an apprenticeship going from a, a pass or a merit up to a distinction. OK, because pretty much anybody can measure and analyze and have a look at it and think, yeah, that's all good. Yeah, I've analyzed it. I kind of know what's going on. The top marketers will be evaluating. So what they will be doing is they at the next stage will be saying, OK, what does this really mean? What, what does this mean to the business? What does this mean to my organization? And really importantly, what does this mean to my campaign? In other words, what is actually going on behind the analysis of what I'm seeing? So as I analyze that number going from six to nine, what is actually really going on? So looking deeply into it and figuring out what's going on now. Quite a few of you will have probably heard my phrase that I often use, which is turning information into intelligence. And that happens between the analysis and evaluation stage on this little flow chart. OK, so the information is the data and the numbers. Do not report that back to your business, your line manager or to anybody who's outside of marketing because they simply won't understand it. OK, what your job is, and if you really take this challenge on, this is where you can really make some great gains, is to interpret or evaluate those numbers and turn that information into intelligence. In other words, what does this mean for my campaign? What does this mean for my business? What does this mean for us going forward from looking at these numbers and analyzing it? I've figured out what's going on. So therefore, I've evaluated and you report then that's the next stage in you report the evaluation because nobody understands Google Analytics outside of you or me or anyone in marketing. And let's be honest, most of us don't really understand it anyway. And I put myself in that category. There's loads of jargon and rubbish that goes on in there. We need to evaluate it. So report the evaluation, report the intelligence, add value to what you're seeing when you measure and analyze and then report that back into the business because if you do that you can then get to the really key sort of big golden nugget at the end of this which is continuous improvement because if you report it and then the business turns around to you and says okay well you've turned that information into intelligence so now i understand what you do i understand the value this campaign has brought okay well if you're saying that we've got to do this differently next time we can improve this here and there here's some budget so you can go and do this properly Here's some real investment and you want somebody else to help you. Great. Here's some resource as well. So you will get that support. You will get that understanding so you can continuously improve and then come full circle in maybe to have some slightly more bold, smart objectives. But if you continue to report on the numbers that nobody understands, you're never going to get those three really critical steps at the bottom of this post-campaign analysis because people don't understand what you're talking about and they'll nod. Oh, yeah, well done. That's really good. Right. On to the next point on the agenda. It's because they're fearful of being shown up because they don't understand what you're talking about. 
And I see this time and time again. So let's all be trying to be as smart as we can with our with our work. And we do the measurement, we analyze that, but then we turn that information into intelligence, report that, and then basically we're going to get the support to then reinvent our smart objectives and go round and round and round in this analysis. And to me, that's where the big value comes from.